1: To become the nation of kings and priests they were ordained to be from the foundations of the earth.
2: Truly following the world In disguise Are you following Jesus Christ as it is written Or are you following Jesus Christ according to your pastor Your family And your friends There's only one true authority On our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ And that's the Bible but are you following our Lord Jesus Christ as it is written? This is what we're going to be talking about today. Are you following Jesus or are you still following the world?
0: I ain't going back. It
2: to you, you gave. I'm your brother G'day one once again for another edition of Kings and Priests, because that's what the Lord has called us to. He's called us to glory, to be kings and priests, to be teachers of His Word, to live His Word and to be glorious as he will be glorious in his second return. It's a beautiful afternoon here in London, just after 2 o'clock. We also have another brother who's joining us. He does a show on the Body of Christ Radio Network on Friday nights. Repentance is the key, and it's a very important show. They've been doing shows Recently on Depression, very good shows. A lot of people are depressed. They're depressed about the economy. They're depressed about the things that's going on in the neighborhood and in their lives. So the scriptures is our hope. The scriptures is our strength. They are the words of Jesus Christ to give us that true comfort. So, Brother Abaja, say a few words. We sure can
0: sing it with song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, yes we can. How you doing? This morning. This morning where you are. no complaints. It's uh giving all praise to the most high in Christ to be able to come and teach his word. So at the end of the day that's
0: that's all that matters.
2: So let's get straight into it. Um let's go to the book of Matthews. 16 And verse 24 Because you know More and more I see A great amount of People talking about The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Promoting the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ But I really see a lack of people That's truly following The Lord Jesus Christ According to the word of Jesus Christ You know see, many people, they're doing their own thing or they have their own ministry and they're going to minister and 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 do this. This is my ministry. I've, I've been called to minister to the poor. You've been called to minister to the poor. Christ told us to minister to the poor. Well, I've been called to minister to the broken heart. I'm just going to focus on that. Christ called us to minister to the broken hearted. All that is his, his ministry. So when people jump up, oh, well, I've got a special ministry and this and that, all our ministries is to follow Christ And to teach what he taught So read that In Matthew
0: 16 verse 24
2: Alright I was going wrong I was going <laughs> to Here we go Matthew 16:24. But he answered and said I am not sent but into the long Sheep of the house of Israel Sorry 16 24 I'm still in the wrong place Then Jesus said unto his disciples If any man will come after me Let him deny himself and take up his cross And follow me So Jesus said unto his disciples If any man Was going to come after him What would they have to do They would have to deny Themselves So many people think that they can do Whatever they want to do In this world and still follow Jesus Christ And that's not true you have to deny yourself. When you follow Jesus Christ, it's a great thing that's going to happen into your life. Because what's going to happen when you follow Jesus Christ? Things that you used to do, you're not going to be able to do them anymore. If you was a whoremonger and if you choose to follow Jesus Christ, you choose to come after him, you have to deny being a whoremonger. You have to deny going to the club and having one on stand. You can't do that anymore. Why? Because you follow in Jesus Christ And his path doesn't lead that way His path leads to the Heavenly Father And following the Heavenly Father's commandments If you was a drug dealer And you choose to follow Jesus Christ Like many drug dealers, I got my Jesus peace. No What do you got a cross on for? Matter of fact, not to change the subject But wearing a cross, that's a sun symbol that's not, the, that's not the image of Jesus Christ Jesus Christ never told us to follow a cross But he did give us instructions that what we're supposed to do so if you're being a drug dealer, this is how I make my money, this is the only way I can make money, no. Humility comes before honor. So you might have to work that McDonald's rather than a $1,000, a 1,000 pounds a day selling drugs to destroy the lives of people. You're going to have to deny it. You're going to have to give that up. So to follow Christ, you have to deny yourself. And denying yourself is denying your flesh. And in certain things that your flesh... Um, has pleasure in because there's many things in the flesh that people have pleasure in people have pleasure in gossiping people have pleasure in um fornication people have pleasure in um adultery i I took your man, I took your woman i'm I'm creeping see i I got her I took her away from you people have pleasure in that people have pleasure in sin so if you're going to follow Jesus Christ, you have to deny yourself and then it says Take up his cross and follow him because Christ suffered for righteousness. He did not suffer for wickedness because if you face it, people people hate those that's doing right. I mean, really, really, truly. If I came and told you and I said, um, December the 25th is not Jesus' birthday. This is the truth. How many people will shout it from the rooftops? Or they want to have pleasure. In sin, They want to have pleasure, oh, well, it's pagan, but you know what? I'm going to get that gift. I'm going to get that gift, and that's what I want for myself. Or I want to spend time with my family. Nothing's stopping you from spending time with your family at any time. But see, this is a state-sanctioned time. So what? People would worship these other gods, and it's sponsored by Satan. Satan is the sponsor behind Christmas. Let's go to a similar scripture where it says it in Luke, Luke 9, verse 23. So you want to follow Christ, you have to deny yourself. You might be shy. Well, would it? Moses was shy He said, Lord, I cannot speak. He said, you're going to speak. Uh-huh. He said, well, you can't speak. Well, you speak to Aaron, and then Aaron will speak to the people. But you still going, he still had to speak, didn't he?
0: Uh-huh. So
2: if you're going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever things that you have like I, I do, and it's against the Lord, you got to give it up. Whatever other things you say, well, I'm not going to do, then the Lord going to have you like Jonah. Jonah I'm not going. <laughs> you going. you going in so much that a whale swallowed Jonah and spit him out to where he was supposed to be. So read that. Luke 9, verse 23. All right. Luke 9, 23. Here we go. And if, and he said unto them, If any man will come unto me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So is this just once a week affair? Nope. It said daily. Mm-hmm. It said daily because a lot of people, they go to church on Sunday and that's they they've done their bit for Jesus now. That's what they think which, in fact, Sunday is not the Sabbath. Contrary to popular belief, people teaching those lies like there is no Sabbath, or Sabbath means to break rest like T.D. Jake says, those people are a bunch of liars. So that's why I I started the show by saying, are you following the Lord Jesus Christ according to the Holy Bible as it is written, or are you following the Bible according to your pastor, according to your family, according to your friends? Because the Bible is unchangeable. It's unchanging. Sin that was sin two, three, four thousand years ago, is the same sin today. Like they think that, oh, the sin of homosexuality. Well, Jesus never said anything about homosexuality. So I surmise in my wicked mind that it's okay now. No, it's a sin. Just like murder was a sin. Just like adultery was a sin. Just like if you to steal from your brother was a sin. Jesus taught against sin, and he taught us to repent of our sins that we could be one with the Father even as he is one with the Father. So many people are not following that concept. They're following their own minds because there's, there's sins that they're dealing with, and they want to do them. But if you're going to truly follow after Jesus Christ, you have to deny yourself, and you have to take up your cross daily and follow him. So following Jesus Christ is a daily pursuit. It's not a a a once-a-week thing. It's a lifetime thing. If you're going to follow Christ, you have to follow Christ. You have to commit yourself to following Christ. Now, that being said, let's go to 1 John 2.15, because the open is, are you following Christ or are you following the world? So let's see what it says about the world. What does the Scripture say about the world? 1 John 2.15. And read to verse 17 Alright right, first John two fifteen. Love not the world Neither the things that are in the world If any man loves the world The love of the father is not in him For all that is in the world The lust of the flesh And the lust of the eyes And the pride of life Is not of the father but is of the world And the world passeth away And the lust thereof but he that doeth the will of God Abideth forever So it started by saying Love not the world Neither the things that are in the world If any man loves the world The love of the Father is not in him But I thought it said For God so loved the world That he gave his only begotten son So why is it telling us not to love the world What's wrong with the world That we're not supposed to love it
0: It you. In the Abodice, what is
2: wrong What is wrong with this world that the Lord is telling us not to love it. It tells us what's wrong with the world that the Most High told us not to love it in verse sixteen. Now I'm going to read it because it, it's not talking about you breaking the commandment of the Lord if you're looking at the trees and you feeling good about that, or you looking at how how blue the sky is, or you know these are just a beautiful, uh, you know, look of nature and you know just the things I, I, I just enjoy this. It ain't talking about that. It's just telling you what it's talking about in verse sixteen. It says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. So when this scripture is talking about not to love the world and the things that are in it, and if we have love for those things and the love of the Father is not in us, what it's going into are the things of this world that are against the commandments of the Heavenly Father because you look at the things that this world embraces. This world embraces fornication. This world embraces homosexuality. This world embraces idolatry. This world embraces covetousness. Those are the things that this world embraces. This world embraces people being their own god and following the power of their own mind, and saying things like, "Oh, well, you're following that spook god in the sky. Oh, well, God doesn't exist. Oh, I'm my own god. I can do as I want to, or do as you will with the whole of the world. That is the lust of the flesh." the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And those are the things that the Scriptures say are not of the Father, but are of the world. Amen. Let's go to 1 John 5 and 19. Well said. And we're going to come back to that. Go to 1 John 5 19. Because many people, you don't understand that you caught up into a satanic doctrine that's in this world. You're not following the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has it written When they can tell you the Sabbath ain't the Sabbath anymore It clearly tells you when the Sabbath is It clearly tells you about all the different sins that the Lord hates Now you have the Son of Son of God sent from the Father And he's changing the script No, you don't see that in the scriptures What he brought was repentance And he became the sacrificial lamb for our sins So that we can have a second chance so read that first John 5:19. Why are we supposed to love the world? And it goes right along with the scripture that you brought out right there. But I just want to read this one as well. Abaja. First John 5:19. And we know that we are of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. So this is why we're not supposed to love the world. Because when you turn on the TV, when you turn on the TV set or you open up the internet, or the radio, or the media, or you go out on the street to different events and concert things. Are they praising the Heavenly Father through us, through, through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Or are they elevating His name on the earth? No, they elevating the flesh. That, that's what you read. That's what you read. They're elevating the flesh, the lust of the eyes. That's what they the pride of life. What can you get? I got mine. You better go get yours because I got mine. Materialism. They're not, they're not elevating the commandments of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They're not elevating righteousness of the earth. What are they elevating? Sex, homosexuality. Homosexuality, would a, a man come out and say that now he's a homosexual and get a call from the president congratulating him. That's a sin. That's an abomination in the Bible. If you say that, oh, shut up, you're a racist, you're a bigot, or this, that. So, this is what it says in the Bible. So you have to silence the Bible or those that speak the Bible. Now, is Jesus Christ saying, go out, murder, hang them, and burn them? Is that what the no. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is saying?
0: No. What would Jesus
2: say? about ahead, Abadji. No, I would say that's the exact opposite, but you got these Bible bullies out right here that want to bust people upside their heads with the scriptures. You're going to burn in hell. You're going to
0: die. You're going to burn in hell. God hates
2: fags I mean When did you ever see the Lord Jesus Christ go out Talking about God hates fags Now he did tell people Repent Or else your judgment is coming And I'm paraphrasing But the whole thing was He said listen repent And he showed people the error of their ways Out of the, the scriptures He walked that example It's not about He showed mercy them. Exactly So let's go to John 17 and 9. So, the which line in this world is a whole bunch of wickedness. So, it's telling us, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Because we're, we're in the world. Christ told the Heavenly Father, not to take the disciples out of the world, but to keep them from the evil, because that's what's in this world. That's why we're not to love it, because for one, it's going to pass away and the lust thereof, and then the kingdom of Jesus Christ is going to be established on this earth, which is going to be righteousness. So people have to stop gibbling and dabbling on sides, well, you know, I want to serve Jesus Christ, that's the right thing to do, but that booty looked good to me and she just want to give it up, and I know she got a man, but mm-mm-mm, you're going to have to make a choice. That's where it says you have to deny yourself and the lust that is Or well, Some people, their lust is getting drunk. They want to go out on a Friday night, they've been working hard 9 to 5 or 10 to 6 or 8 to 4 or whatever they've been working because work is a curse. We wasn't made to work. We were made to enjoy everything that's, that God said was good on the earth. That's what we were made for. So working is a curse. Nine to five, that's a curse. You're like looking like, how can I get some ease from this pain? And the bills just, they don't start coming. What can I do? Man, let me get a drink. I'm going to drink till I forget, or I'm going to smoke this weed till I forget. No. See, Christ is our rest. Christ is our peace. But people are like, no, this is what I want to do. I don't want to do any work. I don't want to be righteous. I want to, I want to get some butt. I want to have a one ass style. That pretty girl like me ain't no pretty girl like me since I was bad. I was 18. I looked good. I had a little bit of hair. Now I'm going bald. Now this little girl like me, oh, man, let me get some of this. That's the wickedness that we have to deny in ourselves. So read John 17 and 9. All right. St. John 17 and 9. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, so it says, I pray for them, I pray not for the world. why? Why is' he praying for the world? Well, he just told us the world is lying in wickedness, he ain't praying for the wicked for the wickedness that people do. He's praying for the ones that are going to repent and forsake the wickedness that they be strengthened. And endure Absolutely Now jump, jump down To the 14th verse Alright Verse 14 I have given them thy word And the world hath hated them Because they are not of the world Even as I am not of the world So Christ wasn't Christ wasn't getting involved In the wickedness that's going on In this world And he says, what? Because they're not of the world, what were they going to be? The world was going to hate them because they're not of the world. So if you truly going to follow Christ, there's a line drawn in the sand. You can't be a fornicator, adulterer, murderer, thief, bearer, have lust all burned up in your heart. You're going to have to make a choice to be on Christ's side. And if you're on Christ's side, then the world is going to hate you because you're not part of it. You're not doing the things that the rest of the world is doing. You're not engaging in those in those wicked acts, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh. Read on.
0: Verse uh, 17.
2: I just started 14. No, 15. 15, here we go. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Right. So he was saying that he wasn't going to take them, out of the world, they wasn't going to be transitioned into heaven like Elijah, but he prayed that they'd be kept from the evil. And that's what we're supposed to do when we follow Christ. We're supposed to stay away from the evils of this world. We can't mix and match. We have to choose a master. Either we're going to choose the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or we're going to choose to follow the world. So it's like... um it's like I'll give you an example, and you notice know you 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 notice know to be true, I bond you. It's like a man of faith that's following Jesus Christ. Can he choose a woman in the world? Hell no. Why not? Not if he following you. Not if he's following the Lord, because the scriptures in First Corinthians the seventh chapter gives you the stipulations of marriage. It gives us the rules of engagement, if you will. And there's other scriptures that tell tells you about being unequally yoked with unbelievers. Exactly, because that person is part of the world. So you can't have any parts of the world. Anyone that's in the world, we're supposed to show them Jesus Christ. And it's not not something like, okay, I've got the Bible, now I'm going to smack you upside your head with it. It's just automatic. We can't help it if you follow the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who you're going to be about every day, not one day of the week, you turn you put on some fancy clothes and now you become a Jesus freak. No. Every day you're gonna be following Christ. Every day you're gonna be about his commandments. Every day you're gonna be about righteousness and holiness. Even when you even when your lust is fighting against your spirit, and now you you used to smoke weed and here comes somebody with man, you want this, you're gonna be like, No. You're gonna fight against that you're going to choose to follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There is no turning back. You've decided. Once you make that decision, you're not supposed to look back or turn back. But many people, what they're doing, they say, I'm going to follow Christ and still try to have their cake and eat it too. No, you're going to, it's one or the other. So read on. Verse 16. Verse 16. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Read on. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. So, sanctify them through the truth, thy word is truth. You're not going to be sanctified through the truth if you're following the world. You're not going to be sanctified through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ unless you are keeping his commandments. Now, go to the book of James, the fourth chapter and the fourth verse. James four and four, cause we still sticking on this love not the world, neither Whoa. the things that are in the world. What's in the world, people? People in the world. And you might you might be following the the, the scriptures, the Holy Bible. You know to follow Jesus Christ as is written according to the scriptures. But now here comes this. Here comes this woman that you like or this man that you like. They're not following the scriptures. They're not following the commandments. What are you supposed to do? Love not the world. You're supposed to love Christ. That's why Christ gave us the commandments and simplified for us. He simplified it for us. What's the first and greatest commandment in the law, Baja? To love the most high. We said to love God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, and with all thy soul. And what is the second one? The second is like unto it, the thy neighbor is thyself. So, why do people say, why do people make statements like we'll be teaching about, and you know this to be true, uh, we'll be teaching about unclean foods? Oh, well, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to eat pork, this is what the Bible says. But that's not what my mama said. So, mm-hmm. doesn't the Lord oh, Savior you know. Jesus Christ trump your mother in position and power? You, you know what, God? What I actually forgot the last part of that when he says, Love thy neighbor as thyself On this hangeth all the law and the prophets Mm, Absolutely (laughs) I forgot about that Yep But to answer the question Yeah The Lord trumps our mother Our father, our friends, our pastor Whoever you want to call Right, it doesn't matter what they say What prestige they hold In the world, there is no Higher name than that name of Jesus So Read James 4 and 4. All right, James 4 and 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Now, it says ye adulterers and adulteresses. So when James is saying this, it's accusative. He's accusing them. You adulterers and you adulteresses. Why is he accusing them of being adulterers and adulteresses? Because we're only made to be servants of the Heavenly Father. We're only made to serve God. So if we're following anything else that's out there in this world, then we're adulterers and we're adulteresses. It says, Know ye not that the friendship because we're supposed to be married to the Heavenly Father. Now Christ is the bridegroom, and we're going to be married to Him, and we're supposed to be making ready for this wedding of righteousness. So, if you're doing anything else than what the Scriptures are saying, then that's what it considers considers you an adulteress and an adulterer. It says, "Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God?" Now, are we supposed to be friends with the world? Not from what I'm reading here. So if you're friends with someone, according to the scriptures, what do you have to be? What do you have to show yourself? Mm, you have, to, to, you have to show yourself friendly, don't you?
0: Okay, yes. Yeah.
2: You have to show yourself friendly. So someone that is um, the, the big topic of of the of the day is about homosexuality Things will happen Or the, the president called this basketball player And congratulated him So if you follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ And someone says Well what you, what's your take On homosexuality If you're friendly Can you tell them what the Bible says Not if you're trying to be Friends with them you can't No you have to keep your mouth shut Because if you open your mouth <laughs> What are you What are you doing You drawing a sword now? If someone said that they were your friend and they drew a sword on you, would you take that uh, Would you take that kindly? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> but that's this is what this Bible is, and it's not it's not any sword. It said this Bible is sharper than any two edged sword. So you just open the biggest, baddest, sharpest sword, and this person's supposed to be your friend. No, that ain't friendly. So it says know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. So you have people that's supposed to follow the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, is trying to make friends with the world by not saying what the Scriptures say. Because you explained it beautifully how people out there crazy, you know, uh, saying such wicked things like, yeah, I'm glad the, the soldier died or some crazy stuff like that. Where the scripture says, the most I have no pleasure at the death of the wicked. So what is supposed to be done is repentance. That's what Jesus Christ taught. But There's a line drawn in the sand. You either follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ or you follow the world. You can't have it both ways. You either repent of the sin of adultery or being an adulteress or that's what you do. You follow, you follow the lust of the flesh. But you can't have it both ways. Ways. You can't have it both ways. And that's what many people are doing. I don't see many of these, these pastors and these preachers, they come out that they're openly gay. Or they come out they've been uh they've they've cheated on their wife, or you have a woman that cheated on their husband with another pastor, and then okay, now now they're gonna um now they're gonna teach on it and say, Oh, the world the Lord forgives us. No, he doesn't, because you're leading people astray. Because what did Jesus Christ say to the adulterous woman? Did he condemn well, her? Did he condemn you know her? I'm, I'm going okay, to read it. I'm going to read it. Because the Lord has the Lord not given us a license to sin. <clears throat>
0: when people go to
2: church, they go to church on Sunday, which is not the Sabbath. That's Diosolus, the day of the sun that was instituted by Constantine the Great. In the 4th century But many people they, they don't read history They don't understand where these things come from Because you're not going to find the first day of the week as a Sabbath Christ taught on the Sabbath Christ is the Lord of the Sabbath mm-hmm. So read that bro Read what you got okay. You can explain 29. it well, St. John chapter 8 verse 10 It goes straight to the point To answer the question Did Jesus condemn the woman that was caught in adultery. St. John 8 and 10, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those that accuse Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Hmm. So what we're reading is an example of the mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as he came to give us, not only mercy, because people mistake mercy for, you know, the ability to go back and become a repeat offender. He didn't tell her, I don't condemn you, go and get you some more stuff. He said, neither do I condemn <laughs> you, go and sin no more. That's the <laughs> point, go and sin no more. You know what's wrong, but if you backslide, I understand. You know it's wrong, but it's all about what's in your heart. God knows your heart, baby. And if you know, you got the right heart, what say he's always saying? God knows your heart. And it, it, I'm not going to condemn you and go into all of this madness. He said, Listen, I'm not condemning you to death this time because the sin of adultery, you're worthy of death. Don't get it twisted. But he said, Listen, I don't condemn you, but go and sin no more. I mean,. So you death this time. <laughs> but you're going to have so, to do So but I let's examine that. There was a death to pay, wasn't there? And he paid it. He paid it. So how how are we gonna turn our back on the word of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Here he comes, he dies for our sins, and then we're gonna keep doing them? Isn't that disgraceful? Isn't that dishonorable? It's like the pastor says, we got a Jesus card. We can run that thing up. Once we say, brother, we always say. We can we, we can sin with impunity. Let's let's oh, go let to Romans. Six. Me let go me ahead. correct that. You can the Lord forgive you. You don't read that. It's like, listen. <laughs> Once you repent of those things, go and sin no more. That's the true doctrine of repentance according to the Bible. Right, so let's go to Romans 6 verse 1 And that's why I said, are we following Jesus Or are we following the world Because in the world That's what they tell you You could be a pastor And you could be Go and have sex with little boys Or you could be a priest And then you can go and preach somewhere else No when When Judas denied Christ And when he betrayed Christ Is he going to be offered a place In the kingdom of heaven?
0: Mm -hmm. I don't think so.
2: No. No. So read Romans 6, verse 1. All right. Romans 6 and 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? I'm going to read that question again. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Right. So what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may, be, may abound so that we can have more mercy? Christ only died one time. That's it. He's not dying every year on the day of atonement. He's not making an atonement every year. for sin. He did that once as a high priest. He went in the true holies of holies and made atonement for sin once. Now, when it comes down to the world, people follow the world, and the doctrine in the world in this satanic age is that you can do whatever you want to do, and there's not going to be any punishment. You can, you can mix light with darkness. No. You have to come a, from darkness and go to the light. And that's We, we teach on those subjects. We teach on repentance. We teach on the truth because there's lies. People are are kept in the darkness. People aren't taught about repentance. People aren't told the truth. And it's just like the show we do on Monday. Many people can't handle the truth. We're dealing with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you follow him, you can't continue in sin. You can't continue being a whore mom. You can't continue being a thief. You can't continue to let your lust, Rule your life You have to let Jesus Christ rule your life And you follow him But many people are like, I don't follow nobody I'm free, I have freedom No you're not Many people are bound And they're bound by their sins And their sins are destroying them But they're looking for a way out But they have pleasure in their sins So they're trapped to be destroyed So you follow Jesus Christ You're supposed to be dead to sins even as Christ died with those sins on him, and he rose again into a righteous body, unblemished, that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to live after the resurrection of Jesus Christ and live a righteous life, not live unto wickedness. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to deal With some more of these different topics and things that we're going over, because it's it's important that people understand that you have a choice. Either you're going to follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or you're going to follow this world. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
3: Christ Church Radio Network broadcasts seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. Listen to our archive broadcasts or check us out while we are live on the air. Come and visit us in the virtual living room at 2 o'clock p.m. on Sundays where we examine current topics according to the scriptures. Are you looking for the truth? Can you handle the truth? Find out on Mondays at 8 o'clock p.m. It doesn't matter what church you attend or philosophy you believe. Take the challenge to see, are you smarter than your pastor on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m.? The world is engrossed in darkness, but it shall be destroyed by the light. Check out From Darkness to Light at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesdays, where all manner of witchcraft, occult practices, and Satanism is exposed for what it is. Before the light comes, it's time to awake on Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. If you are seeking salvation, listen to Repentance is the Key Fridays at 7 o'clock p.m. And after you've listened to all of these shows, find out how we will become kings and priests Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. All shows are in Eastern Standard Time. Remember to check out The Body of Christ Church seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. That's blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash thebocc. Shalom. with the Body of Christ Church on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. Follow us on Twitter at the B-O-C-C and view our videos on youtube.com forward slash the B-O-C-C one. Link with us to learn more about repentance and salvation according to the Holy Bible. Remember what Christ said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. We pray that the information on our pages guide you towards true repentance to the Heavenly Father in the name of Christ. Shalom.
2: you back to Kings and Priests. Do you follow Jesus or the world? I am Brother one or I may be your brother, one if you follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And we'd like to thank everyone that's called in this morning or this afternoon, if you're in the UK with me, everyone that's in the chat room. And I know when I do these topics and do these shows, they're really the least popular of of shows because it really questions people what they are doing and if they truly are facing them serving the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, for that, a lot of people don't want to face it. They don't want to see... And examine the true answers that lies beneath but that's exactly what we're going to do and our you I want you to go to Isaiah 58 verse 1 and we're going to read that as we come back into the show and we start dealing with this topic So, Isaiah, the 58th chapter in the first verse. All right. Isaiah, chapter 58 and verse 1. Cry aloud, fear not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Right. So, what is our job? What is our mission? Is to teach repentance. So, from there, go to Matthews 1 and 21. Right. We're supposed 20, 21. to show Jacob his sins. Show them their transgressions. So what is that? Show them what they've done wrong, according to the Bible. Show them what they've done wrong, according to the laws of the heavenly father, the heavenly laws, the heavenly guidelines. So read on. Now see, what Matthew was the mission of Jesus Christ? That was the mission of the Old Old Testament prophets. That was the mission of Isaiah. But all the prophets taught repentance. Let's see, what was the mission of Jesus Christ? Read on. Matthew 121. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. From what? He shall save his people from their sins. No, dude, people just supposed to go on, oh, Jesus has come, save me from my sins, and now I can just keep committing sins? For he shall save his people from their sins. He shall save his people from their sins, and we can't ignore his people because his people are the Israelites. A lot of people they don't they don't want to deal with that, and they don't want to deal with the Lord's commandments. They don't want to deal with the Lord's commandments. So let's go to um, Luke six and forty-six. So Jesus came to save his people from their. Sins. That's what has us bound, and that's what's in this world that people love and that they want to follow. People love the world. People love going out, and getting drunk. People love going out, meeting some sexy chick. She looked fine and nice, or some man his hair slipped back, and having a one night stand. They love that. If that wasn't true, why don't more people get married? You see someone you like and get married. And most marriages, where they get married at, in the church. You get married in the church, so you're saying that your marriage is based upon God, is based upon the Bible, is based upon Jesus Christ. But that's not that's not held holy or sacred anymore. Nope. So read Luke six forty six. So what? You follow the world. People are like I'll get married. I'll get married, and you know if it don't work out, I'll get married to somebody else. That's that's what the world teaches, mm-hmm. but that's not what Christ taught. Read Luke six forty six. Oh, you have something to say, bro? No, I'll be ready to read. Okay, Luke six forty six. And why call me? And why call ye? Let me try it again. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Now. This is Jesus speaking. He said, why you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? Why is he saying this? Because many people were calling him Lord, and they wasn't following his instructions. So let's look and examine one of, the, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I really teach and preach against. And it's not according to my own mind. It's according to the Holy Scriptures, the customs of this world that our people are tied into. Let's get let's get Jeremiah. Jeremiah ten, because that's part of the world. What's part of the world and loving the world? Their their festival days, their festivities, and the things that they get into. We're not supposed to love those things. And the chiefest among them is what I you. One of their chief oh, days is what? Huh? They like crimo. They like crimo.
0: Not criminal
2: Crimo. Christmas. <laughs> for I mean, those that's Christmas, not you know of it. the Southern Persuasion, it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'll translate for you. The Scripture says you're supposed yeah. to have someone to translate, brother. Oh, oh my bad. You know, we still got to get that Christmas tree. Probably from Southern boy and this is him. you going to get that Christmas tree down here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you don't know. Those are the things of the world. Where would you find the Christmas tree in the scriptures? Uh, well, we we're about to read about it's it. You to put up one. We can find a Christmas tree where it's telling you not to put up one, speaking against exactly. it. Well, you're not going to find it where it's in the honor of Jesus Christ, or you're not going to find yeah. December the twenty. So, with people that do that, you're not following Jesus. You are following the world, and see many people there. They're caught between a rock and a hard place because they're like, look, if I follow Jesus, as it is written in the Bible, then that means what? That means you may lose. You may lose people. You may lose. You you may lose your wife. We had one guy years ago, and we was uh, bringing out the scriptures on Christmas. We was going to Jeremiah ten, and we was going to other scriptures. And he told he told us he almost lost his whole family because he was saying, "Look, this is in the Bible," and his whole family rose up against him. And that's what Christ well. was saying to his disciples. He said, "The world is going to hate you." So if you really follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the world is going to hate you because the world is wicked and evil. When well, you will take a day, a man's birthday, and lie and say this is his birthday, that's not Jesus' birthday. You're not going to find that in the script December the 25th. But it's the birthday of at least all these other gods that they love to worship, the sun god, Sol uh Mithras, that's who was born on December the twenty fifth, Dionysus. That's who was born on December the twenty fifth. You're not going to find that in the scriptures. So why you call him Lord, Lord, and don't do the things he say? Because what were the things he say? What were the feast days that Christ kept? Christ kept the Sabbath. He taught on the Sabbath. He kept the Passover. People are not doing that. Uh huh. That was nailed
0: only
2: so the we, problem. As they like to say. Yeah. So Moody was nailed to the cross. That's why. It, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what people think. So read Matthew's 19 and 16. Oh, okay. We're not reading Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah 10 first, and then we go to Matthew's 19. Okay. Here we go. Jeremiah chapter 10. I'm gonna start at verse one. It says, "Here's alert the word can Hear the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them. Why in the is the Lord always telling the Israelites to hear him? Because he wasn't listening. Because he wasn't listening. And that's what people, that you're not listening. You're not listening to what the heavenly father said you listen to your own heart that's why you say make foolish statements God knows my heart of course he knows that heart that knows your heart that is desperately wicked that's why he's trying to change your mind for you to follow the mind the heart and the will of Jesus Christ in Matthew 6 and 9 it says what it doesn't say your will be done it's saying Thy will be done, meaning the Heavenly Father, our Father which is in heaven. Thy will be done. But more and more people want their will to be done. They don't want to be told what God has to say. They want to tell God what they want and what they're going to do. So, Jeremiah 10 and 1 again. All right. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel.
3: Listen to me
2: and what God is saying. That's what Jeremiah, listen to what God is saying to you, O house of Israel. Read. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. So they have this thing now in this world for it that makes it compulsory to learn the way of the heathen and to be partakers of the way of the heathen. You know what it's called? No It's very tricky It's called multiculturalism Oh Multiculturalism Teaches you the way of the When you can go to school Your child will go to school And then they'll be in there making graven images
0: Hmm.
2: They'll be in there making idols But the Lord said what? Learn not the way of the heathen We're not supposed to engage in the festival days or the heathen. We're not supposed to engage in the worship of their gods. We're not supposed to engage in their customs. Now, does that mean we go around and hold out banners or uh, go and try to hurt people or uh, destroy property? No. We do what the Lord says. And that's when you look at the Israelites, that's what the Israelites always done. Like, leave us alone. To worship our God. We mess oh. with you. We're going to serve our God. We over here in this little corner over here and we're going to serve the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers. We're going to serve. Him. No. You're going to worship what we tell you to worship. Then as soon as they do that and we cried unto the Heavenly Father, then there was some kind of storm or chaos or something that the Lord brought upon the people and said, Oh, leave those people alone. When you look at the Bible, the Israelites were never the ones like, we're going to force you to worship the God of Abraham. We're going to kill you if you don't worship the God of it. No, you never did that. That's what they do in the world. That's the madness that they do in the world. Jesus Christ didn't care if, if remember, when he said, you're going to drink my blood and you're going to eat my body. And then some of the disciples left. Not the 12, but some of the other disciples that were, they left. He looked at the 12 and said, will you go too? Because whoever's going to follow the Lord, they're going to follow the Lord. No one's going to force them to. No one's going to constrain them to. No one's going to make them uh, pay money. You're going to do all this willingly. That's why it's a choice. You're going to choose to serve the Lord. But if you choose to serve the Lord, there's rules and regulations that have to be followed. You have to deny yourself. You can't do the things that you used to do. You're going to have to choose a side. You're going to have to choose a master and hold to him or loose him. So we're not to learn the ways of the heathen. We're not to be dismayed at the signs of heaven because the Lord made the heavens and he told us what things were in the heaven, what they were for. It wasn't a sign to destroy us or a shooting star. That's a, that's a bad omen. That bad thing coming. from the cross want the dying. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. But the heathen are dismayed at them. But we're not supposed to be dismayed at them because we read the book of Genesis. The Lord tells us why every, the things that's up there that he made them, and what was their purpose. So it's like, oh, the sun, is, the sun looks big in the sky. There's going to be a slow flare and a solar eruption, and the sun is going to go into a supernova and explode and destroy the earth. The scriptures tell you that the earth will abide forever. The scriptures tell you the sun will abide forever. The moon will abide forever. So what these people are saying is foolishness, but that's what happens when you follow the world. You're going to be losing your mind. It's going to be a, a, a year 2000. The world's going to end. Did it end? No, uh, we're still here. 2012, December 21st, the year's going to end. It's everything's... Nostradamus. Nostradamus. He's our man. The world end? Yeah. The Ooh. people that say that follow Christ, They'll follow these other things as well. Well, I'm, i want to read some of what Nostradamus said. You're supposed to follow what Christ says. And if Christ says, don't be troubling your heart, then who the hell is Nostradamus? He should be nobody to you. He should be nothing to you. But many oh. people, they're cheater, totter and they're, they're placed. Uh-oh. Someone said they lost sound. Let me
0: double check something here uh, Looks good on my end I yeah, think it's
2: you still called good in. Okay You call in Um. Hit the Try to hit up the Support people on the chat And they have to I think they have to reset the show Because this happened this happened to uh, me and Ocarai on Wednesday. We had the show oh. scheduled for two and a half hours. And then it cut off at two hours. Oh. Oh, oh. Problem with so do you see the chat room uh the chat button in um in the studio?
0: Okay. Let's yeah, see the it. uh that.
2: hold on one second. Do you see the chat for the technical support? You know what? I've never had to use that before. <laughs> and I'm I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at the studio now and it says stream connected. Oh, yeah. Streaming is down. Yeah. All right. Hold on. So y'all just bear with us. We try to um, fix up these technical difficulties. Those so that called in.
0: Okay. No, I don't have
2: the, um, I don't have a read on the, um, Post, um, Indiana, take for them. Okay, well, we'll deal with it um, Afterwards And what they usually do They usually hook us up with something Maybe they hook us up All with right. some premium something. So right. Let's continue to read I want you to um, go to Matthews 19 and 16 All right. All Go right. to Matthews 19 and 16 So everyone else, I have to catch the rest of it in in the archive. We will check it out, uh, blog talk, having some technical difficulties, because we we got the show uh, to stream for an hour and a half, but it's cut off after an hour. So, All right. Here we go, Matthew 19 and 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he, he goes. said unto them, and he said unto them, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. So Christ, here's Christ, giving forth the orders. This young man come and asks, what's good? What's the good thing that I have to do to receive eternal life? So he's asking, what is it supposed to do to get the kingdom of heaven? So did Christ uh, tell him a mystery or a parable? Mm -mm. You want me to read it? (laughs) Yeah, read it. Uh, I'll start back at 17. And he said unto them, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. So that's clear. Mm-hmm. If you will enter into life, you have to keep the commandments. So, is the world keeping the commandments? Uh, no. So, not at all. Should I? Should let me ask you a question, Aban. You, you're, you're, a brother that's been in this church. You're one of the ministers that are in the church. Me, as a man of God, should you know, if I, a couple friends or whatever ask me to go out. To uh, have a drink, is that okay? No, there's nothing wrong with that. It just depends on where they're going. <laughs> okay, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with going out and having a drink. In, in, in and right? of itself, no, no. Okay, now they're going out, and they say, you know what? They go to the pub and they have a drink. You may have a beer. What? Well, nothing wrong with that. The scriptures show there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, the scriptures right. tell us that give. Uh, Wine to him that's of a heavy heart and strong drink of him that's ready to be destroyed. Speaks about it in the book of Proverbs. So uh-huh. now they go from the pub or the, the sports bar or whatever. They're like, "Yo, let's check the game." And so they go from there. Like, okay, we're going to get drunk, and we're going to go up in this strip club, and we're going to get us some women. We're going to get us some prostitutes.
1: Should you be? Should you be going with
2: them? Um, no, no. How would that be keeping the commandments? How would that be following Christ? How would that be letting your light shine? Well, many people say, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to be the designated driver, you know, and and try to tell them the wrong thing. No, you up there looking at some booty and some breasts, that's what you're in there doing because that's all around. And a lot of people, they try to put that on Christ. Well, Christ hung out with the public in the Senate. Christ was not in the strip club. The publicans and the sinners came to him, and he ministered unto them. He wasn't dealing with their foolishness that they were dealing with.
3: They were coming
2: to him repent, and he didn't turn them away. He taught them about the Heavenly Father. He taught them repentance. He taught them about the ways of the Lord, and that's what we're supposed to do. But many people think they can play both sides of the card, and you cannot. It's either you're going to follow the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you're going to keep the commandments that's going to bring you life, or you're going to follow the ways of the world, which is going to bring you death. So read on. All
0: right. Verse 17 again.
2: And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. But if thou will enter into life, keep the commandments. Mm-hmm. He said unto him, Which Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So, wait a minute. First Those commandments, mm-hmm. Christ didn't say anything about homosexuality. So, it must be okay now, huh? Mm. Nah. That must be nah. okay now? Nope. Why isn't it okay? Well, if you look at all of these, because some people like to play the so-called technical game, where it's like, well, if you actually look at it, all those things that he told them are all part of the Ten Commandments. And the last part where he says, love thy neighbor as thyself, it's about love. It's like, no. It doesn't work that way. It, I mean, it's. Well, wait a minute. Christ didn't mention um, sorcerers. He didn't mention liars. Uh
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But are they going to make it to the kingdom of heaven? Only if they repent like everybody else. They're not going to make
1: it. Let's go
2: to 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. Right. Go to First Corinthians
1: 6
0: or 9 There we go First Corinthians chapter 6
2: Alright right. First Corinthians 6 and 9 Know ye not that the unrighteous Shall not inherit the kingdom of God Go ahead I believe Okay i keep going Be not deceived Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor so, thieves. Go ahead. Keep
0: going.
2: Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God.
1: So that's pretty clear.
2: That's very clear. hmm. So we have a choice. The choice is you keep the commandments Or the choice is Huh? Mm -hmm. Let let me read verse 11 Go ahead Because I I made a statement earlier And now I'm going to prove it Because you asked the question You said are those types of people Going to make it to the kingdom of heaven And I said if they repent Well let's read verse 11 Because we just read in the previous two verses About what all of these people were doing But verse 11 he says And such were some Of you. See, that's the point. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So that word meaning a past tense, meaning that you no longer do those things. We're not backsliders and repeat offenders. That's like, this is it's very simple. If you like, uh, you see an animal. Wallowing in the mud And you wash that animal off If it goes back in the mud Is it still clean? No So that means that If we repent from these sins And we go back into them Are we still clean in the eyes of the Heavenly Father? No we're not That's why it says in such words Some of you that ye are washed So we have to continue In the things In the repentance of Jesus Christ To keep ourselves clean And sanctified in the sight of the Lord that you, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So First Corinthians 6 and 9, it lets you know, will you inherit the kingdom of God doing such things? No. You're not going to inherit the kingdom of God being a thief or being co- uh, covetous, co- uh, coveting after things that don't belong to you and that's, that's not yours. You know, it's a funny statement that um, in the church, you know, brother doesn't, he's not married doesn't have any children and uh people always make a, a it's a funny comment. He's not he's not being covetous or anything, but like you know you can make your own, right? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so people have covetous spirit where they want things that other people have and they're willing to they're willing to murder, they're willing to destroy people's lives to get it. That's what covetous infectious, covetousness does uh-huh. or being a drunkard. Where especially here in England, in the world That's part of their culture. It's being drunk, legless. You know, we're going to go out, we had worked all week, and we're going to go out and we're going to get drunk. We're going to drink until, you know, we pee on ourselves. That's part of their culture. But if you're going to follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you cannot be partakers of that. You cannot be, or you can't be partakers of anyone that's doing that. You should be ashamed of that. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was not going out being a drunk. He wasn't doing that. He wasn't being a fornicator or associate himself with fornicators. He was going to go out. You're going to go out and you go to a somewhere to have a drink with friends, and then all of your friends is either hitting on men, or uh, committing adultery on their husbands, or lusting after women. Oh my wife in here, so you know what? Yeah, that little cutie right there. That's fornication. That's adultery or being effeminate, a, a man acting like a, a woman, having that effeminate vibration. You're not going to make it into the kingdom of heaven. And a lot of people, they play with that. They at gay. Mm-hmm. Two snaps up and a twist. You're not supposed to play with that. We're supposed to follow the words of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And, you know, many times people are offended at the words of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And they follow the world and they take the side of the world rather than taking the side of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because, you know what? There's consequences for following the Lord. There's consequences for following Jesus Christ. There's rewards for following Jesus Christ, but there's consequences. Because the world is going to hate you when you come out and you speak this Bible. The world is going to hate you when you speak the truth. But did the prophets care? No. They spoke the word. And for many of them, it cost them their life. It cost Jesus Christ his life. But he gave his life up. Really, nobody could take it Nobody could take it So let's go to the book of Hebrews 11 and 24 Go to the book of Hebrews 11 and 24 So the question says Do you follow Jesus Or do you follow the world This is the question Because if you're following Jesus You can only follow Jesus as it is written If you follow the world They say all kinds of things They say all kinds of things About the Bible About Jesus Christ About God And it's not according to the scriptures So read that Hebrews 11 and 24 Okay Now this is like going into the uh, The faith of uh, Moses Here we go Hebrews 11 and 24 By faith Moses when he was come to year
0: Refused
2: to be called The son of Pharaoh's daughter
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Choosing rather To suffer affliction With the people of God Than to enjoy the pleasure of sin For a season So being in the world Has benefits Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Doesn't it? Being in the world Has benefits It has benefits So what did Moses do? Moses denied Those benefits of the world Because when Jesus Christ was tempted in Matthew's, the fourth chapter. What what did Satan say he would give him? The world. He would give him not just the world, the glory of the world, the glory of each of those kingdoms. So Moses, he said, no, he didn't want the glory of Egypt. He made a choice to follow Jesus. He made a choice to follow the Most High. And what did he have to do to do that? He was going to have to forsake the Lord to get what Satan was going to give him. There was two things. In his choice, he had to choose to suffer with the people of God. And he had to deny the pleasures of sin for a season. Because people, people in his church be talking about these darn season, this season, that season, this season. All I see here is what? Is where Moses chose to deny the flesh. He chose to deny the flesh. Because people thought, well, you're going to have one, you're just going to deal with one woman all your life? Man, I like a little, you know, I like a little sauce with my chicken. We like chicken all the time. Chicken sandwich, chicken breast. Chicken leg, chicken thigh. You just chicken, chicken, chicken all the time, man. I like a little steak. So, variety is the spice of life. So Moses, he said, no, I'm, I will suffer with the people of God. And see, when you call on the name of Jesus Christ, you're going to have to depart from iniquity. And many people, they're not ready to depart. They want to deal with, They want to be forgiven. They want help from the Lord. They want to be prayed for, or they're in trouble, and they want some divine intervention. But then you don't want to give up the pleasure of sin. You don't want to give up what you lust after in this world. So people are going to have to make a choice whether they're going to serve the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or they're going to follow the world. So let's go Let's go. Go to um, Luke sixteen twenty five. Luke sixteen
0: twenty five. Okay, we're down to our last ten minutes here, too. Yep.
2: All right. Luke sixteen twenty five. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime Receivest thy good things And likewise Lazarus evil things But now he is comforted and thou art tormented So in the, in the end, you may choose the world You may receive the benefits of the world The glory of this world But then what are you going to lose? You're going to lose your soul oh. And then when it comes time for you to pay Those, those that suffered for Christ they're going to be rewarded. Those that were spat upon for the word, those that were cursed out, those that lost family members because they wouldn't go to that Christmas dinner. They wouldn't go to that Thanksgiving dinner. They wouldn't go to that Mother's Day. They start quoting the scripture. Look, the scripture says to honor thy father and mother. That's every day. That's not one pagan day that was set up to worship other gods. Wow, you ain't you ain't honoring your mother. Yeah, you won't come to the, you won't give it a part of the gift. People lose family like that. So those are the ones that's going to be comforted. Christ is going to wipe away all of our tears and the things that we suffered and partaken in his suffering. So you have a choice to make. You have an ultimatum. We've done the show. The ultimatum. Either you're going to choose to follow the Lord and receive life, or you're going to choose the world. And you're going to choose death. And it may be pleasurable. At this moment in time, but in the end, you're going to receive torment and death. And that's the truth. Many people can't see it, and that's the trick that Satan, he doesn't want you to see, the punishment that's coming for you. That's why everything is telling you on the earth that you can be whatever you want to be, and there's not going to be a punishment. There's not going to be a judgment. Don't judge me. Don't tell me you can't judge me unless you walk in my shoes. We're not judging anyone, but we're telling you that the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come and he's going to judge the world. And we're telling you by what means and what standard he's going to judge the world by. And it's going to be by these holy scriptures. So, you got anything to say in um, closing about you? I'm pretty good here. You pretty good? Yeah. So, we apologize about the technical difficulties. Uh we were getting a lot of uh uh demon attacks on the show because the word is going out, it's hitting hard, and and Satan is mad, but he can stay mad because we're gonna to continue to do the word the work and the will of the Heavenly Father through his son Jesus Christ. So until next time from Kings and Priests, we say Shalom. Shalom.
1: the foundations of the earth.